Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union is with us again this morning. Hi, Jenna. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Andy? I am well. Thanks a lot. Awesome. We made it to another Saturday morning, yeah. of course, to talk about good money moves. And uh, last week, we talked all about the importance of talking about and teaching your kids about money. Mm-hmm. And how some of the ways you can be successful in getting your kids started out along the right path for dealing with their finances. What's yeah. the topic today? Yeah, so this week we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, We're going to talk about some kind of famous money-related quotes, finance-related quotes, and then kind of dig into what those actually mean for you. And then who knows, maybe once we kind of talk through these different sayings and quotes and to give everybody a little bit more context as to as to what they are actually talking about, then, you know, maybe it could become your new money mantra. Okay. Sounds like a fun show today, but um, yeah. let's start with what do you mean by a money mantra? Sure. So a mantra is typically associated more with meditation, right? It's tip, it's just like a simple word or phrase that you repeat to yourself um, in order to get yourself in the right mindset for meditation and kind of keep yourself meditating, right? Um, it's really meant to help focus your mind and your thoughts. So in the context of money, which is different than meditation, obviously. Um, It really just means a phrase that you repeat to yourself to help you stay focused on your financial goals. All right. As long as we don't have to sit cross-legged on the floor while we're doing this, I'm okay with that. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I mean, you can if you want to, but no, not required. Completely voluntary. Okay. So let's get into it. What's the first money quote we're going to explore today? Yeah. So never spend your money before you've earned it. And this is a quote by Thomas Jefferson. And for those who are not familiar with this person, he was a founding father of our country and also the third president of the United States. I love Jefferson quotes. Yeah. Never spend your money before you have earned it. Um, So this one seems pretty straightforward. um, And what this statement is really telling us is to live within your means. Um, So what that kind of looks like for you day to day. It means avoid using credit cards. They didn't have credit cards back then, but today it means avoid using credit cards to make purchases because you don't have cash to afford it at the time. Um, Don't spend money on the assumption that you'll be receiving a raise or a bonus. Wait till it's actually deposited in your account. Um, Right, so these are just some kind of things to think about but so really instead of doing those things make a budget for your money so you know what you have and then you can start spending it wisely you can spend the money you've already earned right not money you think you're going to earn (laughs) (laughs) so going forward every time you're you're gonna go to swipe your credit card i want you to think to yourself am i spending money before i've earned it and if the answer is yes don't swipe that card. <laughs> Do not. Another yeah. way to say it, what is it? 
don't count your chickens before they hatch. Yes. It's almost yes. the same thing, isn't it? Yes. To, to use another common quote to describe this quote, yes, don't count your chickens before they you know, hatch. And Jefferson was always against um, the formation of a central bank. Mm. So yes. I wonder if that is tied to this philosophy as well, that he thought maybe as the as a nation as a whole, we should live within our means. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'll probably have to do That's a whole other topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but he did do the Louisiana Purchase, but that was probably a pretty good deal overall for how much he paid for that. So, okay. (laughs) Live within your means. Yeah. What's the next quote? Sure. Okay. So this next one, there is a gigantic difference between earning a great deal of money and being rich. And this is a quote by Marlene Dietrich, and she was a a German-American actress and singer from the 1930s, 1940s. So you can kind of look at this quote in two ways. So there is a gigantic difference between earning a great deal of money and being rich. Right, so on one hand, this is telling us that money doesn't always equal a rich life, right? A wealthy, quote-unquote wealthy life can be made up from people that you surround yourself with from the experiences you have and your just overall outlook on life, right? Um, You can make a million dollars a year and be miserable just like you can make $20,000 a year and be genuinely happy with life. Or or make $20,000 a year and be miserable. Right. I mean, there's lots of different combinations to that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Um, But on the other hand, what this quote is telling us is that earning a huge paycheck can only take you so far in life, right? You also have to know how to manage that money well to truly become wealthy. So we've talked about this in past episodes for those, you know, those that become rich, quote unquote, do so because they have a different mindset about money overall, right? They're typically more frugal, they budget, they make savings a priority. I mean, building wealth is really this long, long game. It's not a short, sudden thing just because you make a certain amount of money in your paycheck. Absolutely. Yeah. So the next time you're feeling like you don't make enough money or maybe you're not reaching your savings goals as fast as you'd hoped, just remind yourself that making a lot of money doesn't mean you're rich. And Marlene Dietrich is responsible for that. But, uh, you know, the one, the example I can think of that bridges both ways... Yeah. To look at this would be the Powerball or the big uh, lottery uh, winner who, despite having the instant riches, um, is very, very unhappy. Yes. That those close friends you had and family before you now maybe distrust because you either they are treating you differently or you think they're treating you differently. Yeah. And or the Powerball winner who doesn't manage that instant wealth and within a matter of months or years is penniless. Yeah, that because is Because they failed to manage it. Yeah, that is a, a great point, Andy. Great, that's on the money right uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Okay, let's move on to another one, I guess. Sure. Um, all right, so this next one. A simple fact that is hard to learn 
is that the time to save money is when you have some. Uh-huh. And this is from Joe Moore. and He was an American television personality and uh, the principal news anchor for a K-H-O-N TV out of Honolulu, Hawaii for 43 years. Huh. Yeah, he's known for a couple other things too, but this is really his main kind of claim to fame. Um, so a simple fact that is hard to learn is that the time to save money is when you have some. So we've talked in the past um, about the importance of saving money frequently, right? And Regular. we've talked about, yeah. Um, so really what this sentiment is telling you is that you don't wait until you're making more money to start saving. You should be saving money every time you have money, which means if you have a paycheck, you have money, you should be saving, right? So most people who make more money just end up spending more money rather than saving it. That's funny how that Um, works. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, So really just take whatever amount of money you have now, even if it's a small portion that you can save, just start saving it. There's, there's never a better time to save than right now is what this is telling you. Um, And it's actually kind of similar to the first quote um, that we talked about, um, but kind of the opposite side of the coin a little bit, right? If instead of don't spend money you don't have yet, it's don't wait for some imaginary money to come to fruition before you start saving some. <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, you, don't, you know, don't put it off. Yeah, yeah. I try um, to, you know, I try to talk to my son who is now a young adult yeah. and is finally earning a, a really decent paycheck. And I try to spark his imagination. I say, yeah. do you realize that if you had the discipline to put this much of that money away now per month, by the time you're 40 years old, <laughs> you will likely have, uh, you know, you're going to be uh, in a very, very good place. Yeah. But start it now. Don't wait till 10 years from now because then you, you know. Yeah, you'll have you, missed out on that 10 years. That magical compounding interest stuff. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later in the show. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that one though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really, the best way to start saving is to start small, set a small savings goal, and then start really building up from there. You know, once you get that first $500 saved, I really think that you'll be surprised how quickly you can do it. And you'll want to keep saving after that. Um, So, really, kind of the mantra for yourself that you can take away from this is the time to save money is when you have some, right? Which I said it earlier, if you have any source of income at all, that means right now. (laughs) Yeah, and um, you were mentioning it gets you in the right frame of mind. You just, it becomes a habit for you too. It does. Okay, I'm gonna automatically set this percentage of it over here. Yeah, exactly. uh, Yeah, I like that one especially. That's great, it came from a TV guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we're going to go through some more quotes, money quotes on good money moves today with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. When we get back here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Would you get on an airplane if you knew it had a 50% chance of crashing? You may be riding that plane. 
on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tubble with First Alliance Credit Union this morning. And we're talking about money quotes. Yes. Well, they're all great lessons is what they are, great reminders. And mm-hmm. what would you call them? Money mantras. Yes. Okay. So what's next? Yeah. So this next one is actually a Japanese proverb. Uh, money grows on the tree of persistence. I thought you were going to say money grows on trees. It does not, <laughs> unfortunately. It does not. Persistence um, is the key. Yes. Yeah. So this is really just a good reminder um, that you don't build wealth overnight. Um, if you want to build wealth, you have to plan f- for a long term for the long term, right? Um, yep. And it's going to take budgeting. It's going to take saving your money consistently to grow that money over that time. Persistence. You have to be consistent and persistent when it comes to your money, right? Um, but it also means that if things don't go quite right the first time at trying to change some of your money habits, don't give up. Be persistent and try again. Um, we've talked about that in the past that people get can get really discouraged when they aren't maybe saving as much as they think they should be or they aren't paying down debt as quickly as they should be. You know, don't let that discourage you. Just go back, look at what's not working and make a new plan and keep trying. Because yeah. there's, no, there's no shame in trying. Even if it doesn't go well, you learned something about yourself and your habits that didn't work, but that doesn't mean something else won't work. Um, so really, if you're... The reason I bring this one up is if you're starting to feel like this lack of ambition towards saving money or paying off debt, um, you know, whatever your financial goal is, use this proverb as your money mantra to remind yourself to stick with it and don't give up on reaching for those financial goals that you've set for yourself. I think so far this is my favorite one. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. It's yeah. easy to remember. It's simple. I always yeah. remember as a kid, uh, as a lesson to get us to save money. My mother had this big jar, and all she would do is throw whatever loose change she had after going to the Mm -hmm. grocery store into this jar. Mm -hmm. And she said, one day we're all going to go on vacation to Florida with the money we put in this jar. And we all laughed at her. (laughs) Ah, it's just change. What are you talking about? And she did it persistently. And lo and behold, within three years, there was enough money in that jar that they cashed it in and six kids and a mom and dad got in the station wagon and were able to go to Florida for almost two weeks. Wow. That is a cool story. That is, that is a good, that is exactly what this is talking about. (laughs) That's exactly what this proverb is talking about. And and, and the lesson was learned. It stuck with me the rest of my life. Yeah. Those little tiny bits of incrementally add up very, very quickly. Yeah, they do. They so, do. obviously, we're having fun. What's next? Yeah. All right. So, uh, this next one comes from Frank A. Clark, who was a, a well-known kind of quote-unquote famous lawyer and politician from the late 1800s, early 1900s. And Frank tells us that many folks think they aren't good at earning money when what they don't know is how to use it. Yes. And I like this quote, and I picked this one to talk about today because this really gets at the heart of the importance of budgeting, right? So you can earn $100,000 in a month, 
and still feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck because you're not making good spending choices with that money. Right? Oh, yeah. So just like the person who only makes $30,000 a year could become a millionaire within their lifetime by making budgeting and saving money a financial priority over spending and accumulating. Um, so really being able to budget your money is just, it's just such an important skill. And that's why we talk about it all the time on this show, right? Um, it's People need to remember that budgeting is not meant to control you. It's rather meant to put you in control of your own money. That's a great way to put that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next time you think, if only I earned more money, remind yourself, this is a, of this quote, and then go make a budget and see how you're actually spending your hard-earned money, right? And it's probably going to shock you <laughs> I was like where the, your money's actually going. The stories that you hear, and it's not, an, uh, it's not a rare thing. It seems like every few months one of these stories pops up where um, this person was, let's say, a teacher, especially, I mean, it's not as if teachers make a ton of money as it is, but mm-hmm. back when they made even less Mm-hmm. Uh, this person, you know, taught through the 50s and the 1960s, let's say. And um, they lived in a modest home and and they, and they pass away. And all of a sudden this huge um, donation is given to some charitable group or the public library or a college, whatever it is. And it came from this person who, <laughs> who very, very quietly put together this unbelievable pot of gold during their yeah. lifetime while yeah. earning very, very modest salaries through their entire life, but had that that persistence. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just wild how, I mean, yeah. you can really do a lot with your money if you're being conscious about what, how you're spending it, right? Yeah. Um, which, so we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the spending priorities and that kind of leads me to the next quote okay. that I wanted to share today, which, um, comes from James W. Frick. And he was a former vice president for public relations at the university of Notre Dame. And he says, don't tell me where your priorities are. Show me where you spend your money and I'll tell you what they are, (laughs) right? Um, So it's really natural for people to spend their money on things that they care about, whether they're totally aware of it or not. And there's nothing wrong with having the hobbies or casual spending here and there, right? But I think that if you were to go check your account, right, only to find that you've spent this larger sum of money than you expected, on you know your casual spending or that hobby, and then if somebody were to ask you about it, you would probably just shrug it off and say, "Well, it's not really that big of a deal. It's just an occasional indulgence." Sure. But the reality of it is, is that those purchases have become a priority for you over spending, over becoming financially stable in the majority of cases for people. Right, because if savings were that real priority for you, that's where you would be sticking your money. If paying down debt were the true priority for you, you would be not spending on those occasional indulgences and putting that extra money towards paying down that debt. 
So really like kind of a good way to help you determine what your real priorities in life are, are is to make a budget. <laughs> Back to that budgeting word again. I knew you were going to say that. Right? Well, you're going to really quickly realize where that ca- all that casual spending is actually going and just how much of your paycheck goes towards these little, you think, oh, it's just $2 here. It's an extra, oh, you know, getting a drink at the bar tonight. That's an extra, you know, $10, whatever. It's just 10 bucks. But pretty soon you look at the $2 and the $10 and the $5 and the $20 here. And it's pretty soon you've spent over $100 on just random stuff that didn't help you get anywhere in life. So if, if you don't like where your spending is going after you've made this budget, then it's time to make a change. Yeah. Right. So the next, yeah. The next time, go ahead. At least you know where you're at. Yeah. If nothing else. And maybe, maybe you see that and you're like, no problem. I don't mind. This is, this makes me happy and this is what I want to do. And I, I, I'm, that's fine too. As long as you are making the conscious choice for that and that it's not something you're doing unconsciously. Right. But most people are not happy with where that's ha- with what's happening in their budgets, right? That's why they get yep. stressed out and frustrated with their finances. So the next time you go to make a purchase that falls into one of these categories that you're not really intending to spend money on, just remind yourself of that quote, right? And ask yourself if this is really what you want your financial priority to be. Is that extra cup of coffee this week the financial priority for you? Or right. is it making sure you are building an emergency fund and are paying off debt. Where's the financial priority? What's because imp- everything you spend does matter. What's important to you? We'll, we're going to cover some more money-related quotes when we get we're back in just a moment right here on News Talk 1340, Carol C.A. I'm a 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Looking for a natural deodorant that actually works? Introducing Myra, a highly effective... Manchester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union, News Talk 1340, Carol, CAM 96.9 FM. We've been zipping through money quotes and useful quotes for uh, you know, being more financially stable. And I, I, I think we have time for one more, Jenna. Which one? What do you want to come at us with now? Sure. So this next one um, is from a personal finance expert, author, speaker, financial coach named Nathan W. Morris. Um, And he said, every time you borrow money, you're robbing your future self. Oh, that's my new favorite. (laughs) That's a good one. This one actually has, the first time I ever heard it, it's actually really stuck with me more. Um, And I think about it. I've been thinking about this one a lot, actually. because it really makes you think about borrowing money in a little bit different light, right? So it, it's become so easy and normal to, to borrow money for things when you don't have the money, which sometimes in life that does happen where you need that, right? But um, the thing with borrowing money is when you take out a loan or you add a balance to your credit card, what you're actually doing is betting on your future income a little bit, right? You are expecting that you'll have money in the future to pay it back with. 
but think of the other way, right? So think about it as if what if you didn't have that debt, what else would your future self do with that money each month? Right? So I want to think about this example for a second. Let's say you borrowed $10,000 for a car at like a 3% interest rate and you plan to pay back over five years. That's a pretty common example. Okay. Right? So your payment for that would be around $180 a month, roughly. Now, instead of paying that $180 a month to a car payment, now instead, imagine that you saved $180 $180 a month to buy a new car for f- for five years. And let's say you earned even a very small amount of interest, like the like 0.05% interest on this account. Small amount. Very small. Over that same five years, you would have actually saved almost $11,000 by putting away $180 a month. So you'd be able, have been able to afford that same car and have money left for the same amount of money. Right. right. So when you borrow, you're actually paying someone else with money you could have been earning interest on. So think about it that way. So there's there's a lot kind of wrapped up in that statement. And I think that's why it really is kind of has stuck with me because just the concept that you're taking money out of a future paycheck that you don't even have yet, which kind of brings you back around if you think about it to that first quote that we talked about it today. Does. It comes full circle. <laughs> and if you use, go back to budgeting, if you plan out that in five years, I'm going to need a car and start saving towards it. Right. Five years ahead of time, mm-hmm. you're going to be in that great place. Yeah. Absolutely. So consider this statement the next time you're thinking about taking out a loan or using your credit card, right? And like I said, there are definitely times where it's inevitable that you'll need a little financial bump to help you through something. And that's that's okay. But if you can avoid it or at least minimize the amount overall that you need to borrow, you'll be in a far, far better financial situation long term. Excellent, excellent information. I love the quotes. Yeah. So... I'm guessing I can get more information about the topics we covered on Good Money Moves at the First Alliance Credit Union website. Yes. Yep. I encourage everybody to visit firstalliancecu.com. We do have excellent um, information, free financial resources on there available. Um, We have our blog. uh, We've got calculators. We have the past episodes of this show are all out there. Um, at firstlinescu.com slash podcast. Um, you can also subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, and tune in and get your daily, your weekly fix of good money moves through those. Um, but of course, if you ever want some more you know, specific help or have questions about making good money moves in your own personal life for your own personal situation, I always encourage you to just reach out to our team. You don't even have to be a member yet to ask us a question. You just send us a question and we'll answer it for you. Um, our advisors are here to help everybody get pointed in the right financial direction. Fantastic. Yeah. Good money moves and financial literacy. We'll have more of it next Saturday. Until then, Jenna, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9